0: If you're going to have abundant life, you're going to have to drink. You have to drink continually of the living water that God freely supplied. And that's for Changing Your Life with the Word with Deborah Elam. Join us for an inspiring message from Deborah. We're going to start in Jeremiah 33. And I have a very unusual title, but most of you have heard this phrase when I say it. So the phrase in the title of this message is knock, 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 knock. So we're going to start in Jeremiah 33 in the first through the second verse. Jeremiah 33. Let's do the second verse, 33 and 2 first. It says, thus said the Lord, the maker thereof, the Lord that formed it to establish it. The Lord is his name. Then listen to what the third verse says. Call upon me, and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thy knoweth not. Call upon me, and I will answer thee and show you great and mighty things which you know not. Now, why such an unusual title, knock, knock? Because you always, you played that game and you heard those riddles it goes knock, knock, and what do you say? Who's there? Okay, you got that part. When I go knock, knock, I'm going to say, who's there? And then I'm going to tell you who is at the door. Go with me to Revelations 21. Hallelujah. Revelations 21. Now, I'm sure you, most of you, if you don't know where it is, it's the last book of the Bible. <laughs> and Revelations 21 and 5 says... And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write for these words are true and faithful. He says, And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountains of the water. Of life freely see we're talking about come and drink if he's talking about come and drink he's not saying that if you're not thirsty he said come and drink because you are thirsty he said come and drink because you need to be filled and filled and filled again as the people of God we have to have a hunger and thirst for the things of God And not only do we have to have a hunger and thirst, the Holy Spirit knows that we have a hunger. And he knows that we have a thirst. So he beckons us today to come and drink. Come and drink. And then in Revelations 22 and 1, it says, And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. Come and drink. Now go with me to John 10, 9 through 10. In the book of John, Jesus says something very, very powerful. In John 10 and 9, it says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Then the 10th verse says, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. So what's the three purposes of the enemy? He comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. He said, but I have come that I might have life and have it more abundantly. If you're going to have abundant life, you're going to have to drink. You have to drink continually of the living water that God freely supplies. Knock, knock. Jesus. And he has all the water you'll ever need. He has all the living water you'll ever need. Hallelujah. He stands at the door and he knocks. He says, any man open the door. He is the door, but he stands at the door and knock. You know, a lot of times we ask when he's standing there, who is that? Is at that door. No, you know he's at the door. Jesus is always at the door. And he says, come and drink. He says, open the door so I may talk with you. We may talk together. You know, it's hard to talk through a door. I know in my neighborhood, we have a lot of people that come around and knock on my door. And one time I asked, I said, who is it? And he said, it's your neighbor. And I opened the door. Guess what? He was not my neighbor. He didn't even live in the neighborhood. See, that's how the enemy does. He stands, and you ask, who is it? And then you don't wait for Jesus to be at the door. You open the door, and you let the enemy in. You know, when he's coming in, he's coming in for your groceries. He's coming in for your water, your Kool-Aid. He's coming in for everything. He comes to steal, to kill, and destroy he don't want you to have an abundant life. He don't want you to be prosperous. He don't want you to be healed. He don't want you to be blessed. You have to realize you have an enemy. If God has an enemy, you have an enemy. If God has an enemy, we have the same enemy as God. Now if you go with me to John 7. and John 7 and 37, in the last day of this great feast, Jesus stood up and cried. And this is what he said, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. (laughs) And he that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. The only way the water can flow is you got to have water in. You got to constantly be a conduit. You know what a conduit is? It's something that you take in something, but it flows out. The water's always coming in. The water's always passing by. Right now, I see water flowing down this aisle in the spirit. But you have to get in. You have to get in. You have to come to it. You have to come in and drink. You have to physically come to it, spiritually come to it, and drink of this living water. You have to make an effort. And he says, but he spoke of the spirit in 39. 39 whom those who believed in him were to receive. For the Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not glorified. But well, guess what? Jesus has been glorified. And the Spirit, Holy Spirit, ha-ha. Oh, yes, he's given. The Holy Spirit has been given. Hallelujah. Now, go with me to John, and we're going to kind of park there for a while in the book of John, the fourth chapter, because we're going to talk about a woman, a woman at the well. In John 4 and... One, when therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus baptized. And Jesus never baptized, it was his disciples. And the third verse says, he left Judea and departed again unto Galilee. And he said, I need to go through Samaria. Now, Samaria was a wicked place. And as a Jew, as their custom, you would not go through Samaria. You go around. They went out of their way to go around the city and not have any interaction with these Samaritans. And in the fifth verse, then came he to the city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the partial ground that Jacob gave unto his son Joseph. Now Joseph's well was there, and Jesus, therefore, being weary from his journey, sat thus on the well. It was about the sixth hour, which was noon time. And there came this woman from Samaria to draw water. And Jesus said to her, this is what he says to the woman, give me to drink. Now the well, the living water, is asking for some water. But he says, had went away to the city. And this woman being a Samaritan, in the ninth verse says, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest me to drink, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. He said, Jesus, your people ignore me. And here you are talking to me. Now what's up? What's up with that? And Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knowest the gift of God, and who it is that said unto thee, Give me drink, thou would have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. Jesus says to this woman, I am a gift to you. If you want something that you never had, I bring something that you need. I'm standing right here in front of you, right at the door. And I'm knocking on your heart. And I'm saying, let me give you something that's going to touch you, that's going to change you, that's going to make you different, that's going to make people wonder what has happened to you. I have it. And all you have to do is drink. And the woman said unto her, sir, you don't even have anything to draw with. You don't have a bucket. You don't have a rope. You don't have anything. And this well is very deep. You say you've got living water, but I don't even see you have a bucket. I don't see you have anything to draw this water with. Here she is with a bucket. So, in other words, she said, You can't use my bucket. You know, people are like that all the time. They said, I'm a vessel, but Jesus, right now, I, think I can't offer you uh, anything. I'm busy. I'm too busy right now. I don't have time right now. I'm on my way. I'm going to get this water, and then I'm going to go back to my business because I got things I got to do, people I got to meet, and places I got to be at. He goes on to tell her in the 13th verse, and Jesus answered, And said unto her, whosoever drink of this water shall never thirst again. I got something. Once you taste it, once you drink of it, you will never go back. You will never turn away. It's going to be something that's going to draw you from here to glory. This woman was curious. She heard a lot of things. But she never heard of no living water. Because she did have to come and get water probably every day. She had to get water regularly. But this living water, this really puzzled her. And he said, but whoever drinketh, in the 14th verse, of this water that I shall give unto him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give unto him shall be in him a well of water, springing up unto everlasting life. This water's bubbling. See, as Christians, we got to be bubbling water. We're not no stagnant. You know what stagnant water looks like and smells like? Have you ever been to a place where water and the green smudge and all that, and it starts to smell? Living water flows through you. It washes away everything that's not of God. It constantly washes as you drink it, as you partake of it. Don't you want something that takes away everything that makes you hurt? Don't you want to take, partake of something that when you drink of it, it makes you well? Don't you want to have something that when you drink of it, you, your finances are being met? Don't you want that kind of living water? See, when, this, when Jesus talked to this woman, he stirred something up in her. He said, this water, and she, she was interested because she knew that this water that was in the regular well wasn't going to do all these things that Jesus had and Jesus had, was talking about. He said, this water, when he started talking about the living water, when he started talking about the water that washes your mind, the water that transforms your thinking, she wanted this water. And then he's at the door. And he says, in the 16th verse, Jesus said unto her, Go and call thy husband and come hither. Jesus was saying, Go and get your problems and bring them to me. Go get them and bring them to me. Bring them to me and let the water wash, wash, wash. In the 17th verse, the woman answered and said unto him, 'I, I have no husband. And Jesus said unto her, thou has spoken well that you have no husband. For thou has had five husbands. He said, you don't have no husband because you got many husbands. You got many problems. You got many things I need to deal with. Come and drink. Come and drink. Come and drink. See, I know what your problem is. I'm standing here at the door and I got the water. I got the goods. I got something for my father that you need. And he said, if you just drink of it, you'll let go of those problems. You'll let go of that bitterness. You'll let go of that hurt if you come and drink. Come and drink. Because God says he has living water. And then he goes on to tell her, and the one that you have now is not thy husband. See, a lot of times, you know what this means to me? A lot of times you got problems that's not even yours. And you take on other people's problems, not your problems. He said, let me deal with your problems. Come and drink. Come and drink. And the woman said unto her, Sir, I perceive thou art a prophet. <laughs> oh, she's getting ready to open that door now. He, he'll knock. Knock, knock. Jesus, he's got the water. <laughs> and he tells this woman, uh, he says, oh, she goes on to our fathers worship at this mountain in the 21st. And ye said, in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. And Jesus said unto her, woman, believe me, the hour has come when you shall neither in this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. He's saying, I desire true worshipers. If you wanna come and drink, you gotta come into my presence. you got to be one with the Father like I am one with the Father. You gotta seek me. You gotta drink and drink of this word. You gotta drink of my presence. Don't you wanna drink? Don't you, aren't you thirsty? Aren't you tired of the way things have been? Aren't you tired of running from, from place to place? calling people on the phone, telling them this problem and that problem. Jesus said, just come and drink. I'll take care of it. If you come and drink, if you're thirsty, I will give you the living water. And 23, it says, but the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, there is a place that God has prepared for every person that's thirsty, that want to drink. And it's available right in his presence. You cannot be a true worshiper if you don't seek the face of God. If you're not thirsty, you have to know, you have to desire to be in his presence. See, that's the true worshipers he's talking about. Those that constantly seek after him. You can seek after him not just when you come to church. He's not just talking about here. That's what the woman was talking about. Well, you said we got to worship here in this mountain. She was going through all the, the, the things. But God said, no, right where you are, whatever you're doing, come and drink. On your job, come and drink. In the car, come and drink. In the bathroom, while you comb in your hair, come and drink of the living water. When you go to the store, come and drink. Do you know there's people that are so thirsty, that are so dry? You know why they call them prunes and raisins? Because in their natural state, they were grapes. In their natural state, they were prunes. But because of circumstance, when the heat got to them, when the when the cares of life got to them, You know how it is? They they draw up. When the sunlight got on them, they draw up. God don't want it to be like that. That's why he said, come and drink. Come and drink. You know, inside of every grape, there's water. There's water inside. That's why it looks like it does. That's why it looks appealing. When Christians don't seek the face of God, that's how they look. They look dry. They look shriveled up. It may not be physical on the outside, but inside. Boy, the living water is supposed to flow. That's when God wants you to feel. Because when you feel the inside, it flows to the outside. It flows on your neighbor. It flows in the store. It flows everywhere you go. And people will see. Now, in this water, let me tell you what's in the water. I got to tell you what's in this water. I told you there's healing in this water. There's joy in the water. There's peace in this water. Come and drink. <laughs> knock, knock. Jesus with the water, (laughs) the living water. Don't you want to come and drink? Hallelujah. And she said, she was so excited. The disciples came and they was wondering, Jesus, why are you talking to this woman from Samaria? But they didn't say anything. They didn't say anything outward. The woman was so excited, she went off and left her bucket. (laughs) She said, and she went to the people, the men of the town and said, she says, come. Come see a man that told me everything. That told me everything. He told me about all my problems. He told me what I've done in my past. But he said, it don't matter. Just come and drink. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Your past is your past. It doesn't matter. The water takes care of all that. The water of God, the living water takes care of all that. He'll make you new. He'll fill you to overflowing. Hallelujah. Come, come, come. Hallelujah, come and drink. Hallelujah, great and mighty is our God. Hallelujah, come and drink. And the water is your purpose. A lot of people don't know their purpose That's when they're doing anything. But God said, let the Spirit of the Lord draw you with the water. Let Him fill you with what you're supposed to be doing. So as I come to a close, repeat after me, Lord, thank you that you have given me an abundant life filled with love, peace, joy, wisdom knowledge and understanding thank you that the plans you have for my life are so much greater than anything i can imagine ask or think i ask for wisdom and you are granting the ability to do what you have called me to do thank you for directing me and strengthening me to complete every assignment for my life. Thank you that the thoughts you have about me are thoughts of continual peace, prosperity, and hope. You know my purpose. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you lead, guide, and strengthen me to do what God has designed me to do. I never lack for ability. I never lack for opportunity. And I never lack for money. Lord, you are meeting every need that I have, physically, spiritually, emotionally, socially, and financially. My life, is satisfied life because of an amazing God in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. If this message has been encouraging and a blessing to you, be sure to subscribe and thank you for your generous financial support.